Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies Podcast. Where the comics aren't enough, and we know it. I'm your host, JJ Hodges, and I'm very excited to be here with you all today. Today is a uh, special uh, little bonus episode that I'm going to record, um, and we'll get into the why in a minute. But first, uh, if you would like to reach out to me or join me on social media, you can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, 4ComicJunkies, that's F-O-R, Four comic junkies. You can even email me for comicjunkies at gmail.com. If you're a fan of the podcast, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate, write a review. It's uh, it's the best way to get the word out there. And the word is uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say panic, but it's Ryan Lauer's thing for the Batman pick club. So I won't I won't take it from you, Lauer. I won't, I promise. Anyway, the word is panic. Okay, here we go. Uh, today, uh, as I'm recording, is Juneteenth, uh, commemorating emancipation of enslaved African Americans. Uh, really big deal. Uh, President Biden signed this into federal law, so that's exciting. Uh, a great, uh, a great day, a great uh, moment forward for uh, for. Uh, for the African American community, for the Black community, um, I mean, some would say too little, too late. I would say that is true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we're not going to get political here. Um, I, I don't want to do all that. Um, just know that um, if any of you out there listening, if you uh, are this podcast supports Black Lives Matter, you support the LGBT. QIA community, apologies if I'm forgetting any letters there, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this is there's a reason we're called for comic junkies. You know, this this is a place for everybody. I want everybody to feel safe in this space, um, to feel like they they belong here, uh, and they and anyone is welcome. You know, send you know shoot me a message on. Instagram or uh, or Twitter or, or like I said an email, uh, you know, and I, I you know I, I love shooting the shit with uh, with comic fans. Um, it's you know I grew up uh, really uh, I grew up in a pretty conservative household uh, and as I got older it became much more liberal. But uh, and uh, you know and, and exposing myself to. And not even by choice, really, just by life circumstances, to whole other sides of the world where, you know, you know, and I've said this before on the show. For the longest time, I didn't understand what uh, what white privilege was, you know, or, or what it meant. I th- I thought it was just like a way to attack white people. Um, you know, I didn't understand uh, like abortion. You know, I grew up very Catholic. You know, very much like know, pro-life all the way, you know, and uh, I encourage people out there, you know, to, you know, free your mind and the rest will follow, I think it goes great, Um, (laughs) but but seriously, you know, I I encourage people out there to really, um, 
keep an open mind to that, you know, keep open spirit, because we don't know what people are going through. You know, we, we, uh, we don't know what um, life experiences other people have gone through. And it's, it's heartbreaking to think that, you know, and, and, and I, on a very, very minuscule level, I get it. Because I, I was bullied as a kid. You know, I was, you know, I was a huge Batman fan. You know, I was gobbling up anything and everything Batman, which, you know, between the years of <laughs> 1997 to 2005 was really hard to come by. Um, and, and I was picked on for it, you know. And I, you know, I, I did have friends that kind of liked the stuff I wrote. But, you know, in school there were kids that probably also liked it, but they just thought it would be fun to pick on me for it. And I know that because, you know, after, like, The Dark Knight came out, I'd see people posting all about it, and I'd be like, you know, fuck you. You called me a loser back in the day when I liked Batman, and now you like Batman. You're just a, you're a poser. Um, I don't really mean that, though, because I want people to, um, you know, I want them to have full experiences. But like I said, very, very, very minuscule um, in comparison to what, like, an actual black person or, you know, person might go through it's just not <laughs> not nearly that heartbreaking you know um but again it's it's why i say you know th this show isn't made for tv you know we work tv um you know there's no hate here you know except for except for those nazis because nazis are stupid that's what i always say all right so now that i've rambled on for five minutes about you know social justice stuff um, let's, uh, let's get into it. This is going to be a, a kind of a, a quick episode. Uh, just, just, uh, it's just me talking today. Um, I, I, I didn't have a guest planned. I did have an editing session planned that, uh, went, went really badly, <laughs> which I can tell you about. Um, and, you know, we'll get into that, you know, hopefully in a future episode, as, you know, as long as the guest I, uh, I reached out to doesn't hate me anymore. Something that's just, you know, it's just been plaguing my mind lately, um, in, in a good way, uh, not like a COVID-19 thing here, <laughs> uh, which by the way, get your vax, get your vaccination if you fucking get it, right? Um, <coughs> you know, I, I think about this a lot, you know, in, in the past, you know, uh, couple of weeks, there's been a lot of teasers and stuff of the, uh, upcoming DCU movies, and, uh, off the walls with excitement um, we have currently five movies in various stages of production uh, five DC Comics movies and I, I don't I don't know if you all really understand the significance of that um, you know like I'm I'm kind of getting chills talking about it, and, and you know, because it's, <sighs> you know, there was a time when, you know, and this is the joke I make when I do kind of like open mic stuff, you know, Batman can't do that stuff. Hopefully coming back soon. Um, I'm sorry about that. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, when I was growing up, you know, we were lucky to get a Batman movie every couple of years, and we had no idea what was going to be good in them. Uh, <laughs> 
and it's true, you know, because they comic book movies just for the longest, 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 longest time were just seen as like campy, silly, uh, disposable kids entertainment. <coughs> and luckily, we had people like Tim Burton of the Crooked Seriously, uh, Bruce Tim and uh, Eric Radomski, you know, when they made Batman the Animated Series, that like took it seriously. That were like, no, 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 we grew up with this stuff, and this was serious fucking shit to us. Um, well, maybe not necessarily Bruce Tim, because he was dead a lot later in life. But um, uh, but with you know those guys, it you know with Bruce Tim and Eric Radomski, with Bruce Tim in particular, just like you know they grew up with this stuff. I, I think Tim Bruce Tim is still uh, a comic book fan. It's just, you know, and, and that's how I was. I grew up, like, watching Batman the Animated Series. I grew up watching those four Batman movies, the four particularly Superman movies, and just thinking to myself, like, what what is the world's problem with this stuff, you know? And it really wasn't until uh, partially the first Blade movie, although I think that was sort of, uh, it was a little bit more underrated. Uh, but, you know, when you have a mainstream, su- excuse me, mainstream success like, first X-Men movie, you know, this in the same vein as Spider-Man movies, especially Spider-Man one and two, because three was very financially successful, but it's a, it's like a, like a tough watch. Um, <laughs> but you know, but those, you know, but those X-Men movies, those Spider-Man movies, and then suddenly it's like people just were, there was still a lot of work to be done, but people were like, oh my God, like comic book movies can be these money-making juggernauts and the secret to that is to fucking take it seriously you know like have fun with it because it's superheroes and uh you know fun shit like that but at the same time it's fucking fun like you know and we can tell really great stories with this you know with x-men you can tell this really fascinating allegory for racism and, you know, and growing up different and how you, you know, find your people, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not this radical thought, you know, it's just, oh, I get it, right? And then you have, um, you know, and then you have Spider-Man, just this, this kid who's just down on his luck, nothing ever will fucking work for this guy, but if you you can't knock him down for long, he will get back up and he will fight back because it's the right thing to do, you know? And it's just so beautiful seeing that, you know, you have Sam Raimi, who's a massive Spider-Man fan, massive Marvel Comics fan, you know, he's done a lot of stuff from Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, that's a Batman production. I'm really excited to see that one in live action as well. Spider Trash Guy, you know, you know, no offense to Scott Derrickson, but I just like Spider Trash Guy better than Marvel Trash Guy. Um, you know, that's just like not that sinister guy, like the real Spider Man, not the Andrew Christopher Spider Man. Um, you know, gotta be so into that to like that villain, <laughs> and it works perfectly in the context of the movie. Um, you should definitely check that one out, uh, and Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange as well. Yeah, I- it's. There's an embarrassment of riches in there that I just didn't have that. You know, I, I, I feel like a, an old man, like on the on the porch, like, like 
Renegade, you know, we didn't have all these character cuties. We had maybe one or two, and we had no idea if people were going to like it or not. <laughs> and of course, there's still, you know, you still get the occasional dud, you know, you get like a Green Lantern or a Fantastic Four. Justice League, <laughs> unfortunately, um, but it seems like Warner Brothers is hopefully learning from their mistakes, although it's, it's hard, they kind of took one step forward and two steps backward, I don't know, anyway, I, I think this show is a great example of what does get done, and hopefully with care, you know, so let's, uh, let's kind of go through um, the 2020 uh, excuse me, uh, the 2022 slate of, uh, of DC movies, um, uh, plus one from 2021, just because I like these these interactions and things that I've talked about. Um, and I'll just, you know, if you'll indulge for just the next few minutes, you know, I'm just going to ramble on and on, which I normally do on a podcast. Every now and then somebody else chimes in and goes, hey, shut the fuck up, I want to talk too. And I go, oh, please, yes, yes, that's why we're here, so you can talk. And then I don't let them talk. <coughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, I hope I don't do that. If I do do that, please let me know. I, I try to, you know, be more respectful of those rules because I know, you know, everyone like us, there hasn't been one that I've really hated or been like, well, they're never coming back to my show. Never have. Um, I've always, you know, I always say, like, oh, well, we got to get you back soon because genuinely I never have. Um, on this tangent, for a second, these these other podcasts are always a good sign for me. Or any episode, for any reason. And I'm excited for the future episodes we'll be doing. I think you guys will, uh, I think you guys will really appreciate what we're, uh, what we're doing now. In the next, uh, next several few months into 2022. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, anyway, back on track. Uh, so first up next year is The Batman. Um, releasing March 4th. 2022, um, that is, uh, my sister Mary Kay's birthday, so, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny because, uh, I, um, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming came out on my 30th birthday, which was July 7th, and, uh, my sister came out on her birthday, which is a much later than she is, um, and I was like, but yeah, it's uh, I, I think that's I think that's so that's so cool. Um, but anyway, so yeah, March fourth, twenty twenty two, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Andy Serkis. Um, I was gonna say Jenna Nicolson, that's not right. Uh, John Turturro. <laughs> uh, no, they're both Italian. solo Batman movie, I mean, that that's the stuff I grew up on, um, and I've said this many times on the show, um, when I was like two or three years old, I had very vivid memories of watching Batman, and my grandmother was like, you know, get your jacket, get your jacket, and it, it scared the fucking shit out of me, like, it, it was just, it was the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen, you know, I mean, I was like two or three, so I didn't, you know, I didn't remember the rule, but, um, <coughs> It was, uh, <laughs> and my dad thought that was, like, the funniest fucking thing 
so he'd like tuck me in and then he'd run back into the room and go, I'm Batman! And I'd be like, ah, Dad, they're scaring me! And he'd just laugh and laugh and stuff. He was a good boy. Um, so I'm years later, it just that movie shaped my perception of Batman going forward. So it's funny, you know, because Batman's not really in the movie very much, which is just a, a, a fact. Uh, if you watch the movie, he's really not in it very much, and he's probably in Batman Returns even less. Um, and what's funny about that is that whenever there's a movie that comes out, like when there was like the Dark Knight Rises, and it just like quote unquote forever for Batman to come back, it it didn't bother me because I was like, yeah, well, I grew up on two Batman movies where Batman's barely fucking in it, you know. And it was the same with the 2014 Godzilla. People are like. Godzilla only has like you know like twelve minutes of screen time. I'm like, you're lying, buddy. I know that shit. Like I grew up on that shit. <laughs> so, it, the point to me was that if Batman wasn't there, his presence was still felt in some way. And when he was there, it was unforgettable. I still maintain that to this day. Um, and I I don't think. Um, they don't do stuff like that in newer movies. Mo- most of the time, they're superhero movies. Um, thank goodness. Because <laughs> I don't think that definitely wouldn't fly nowadays. Um, but, uh, so I don't think we'll be seeing that with uh, The Batman. I just think, you know, Batman and, and Bruce Wayne would be a good candidate. You know, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Mr. Pattinson in Doom School. Uh, I was really confident with that. which are garbage. Um, <coughs> so if you see a pile of garbage, make sure you are looking with, with like your correct prescription lenses and make sure you're not looking at a pile of cardboard cuts or books. Because um, sometimes I get, I get you know, like movies. I went to a friend's house and I was like, oh, gross, dude, you have like garbage all over your bookshelf. And they're like, oh, th- those are the Twilight books. And I put my glasses back on. I was like, mm, yeah, I guess they are. So <coughs> no offense if you're a fan of Twilight. You know, some people like garbage. I don't know. It's fine. Um, I'm cool with it. It's fine. Um, so yeah, it's it's something that you know that that first trailer that was shown at Fandom last year, I was over the moon for. Just chills and just like tears, and it was like, oh great, you know, we're getting another Batman movie. And there's a part of me that sort of misses the whole, how to put it, like, I guess, quote-unquote, fantastical stuff with Batman. You know, it's like, I miss, you know, I I wish we could get a Clayface. I wish we could get a Man-Bat in a Batman movie, you know, because the trend nowadays is like, keep it real, keep it real. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I get that, and, and I love Christopher Nolan's approach. I'm certain I'll love Matt Reeves' approach because I was over the moon. I, I I love those Planet of the Apes movies, by the way. And I'm not a fan of the Planet of the Apes movies originally. I, I well, to be fair, I only saw the first one and I didn't care for it. Um, I remember my dad saying that he thought it was a garbage movie. And uh, my sister and I were 13 years old and we were watching it and we were just like, oh, God, no, it wasn't very good. Um, we were fans of the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. I like that one. 
本当に助かったよ。それになんか、ライスとパエリアは違ったよ、ライスとパエリア。And that wasn't meant with a terrible review at all. But still, uh, I, I remember I, I watched it, I think just for some reason, like I'd heard good things. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll see what happens next. Totally blown away by that movie. And when we watched、uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, just. My theories of it like I think that taking this again, it's a comic book, isn't it? It's like taking kind of a silly premise and making it real, finding the humanity of、uh, is really hard to do, you know.、Um, and I think that, and, and you know, Matt Reeves and his team, they I mean, they fucking nailed it in Wars of the Planet of the Apes.、Um, I was lucky enough, I got I was born in Hawaii, we could go see. To go see some,、uh, you know, the, the panel was, it was Reeves and Andy Serkis and、uh, one of the producers was doing this excursion with some people.、Um, and we shared some footage、uh, from the movie, you know, and this was like 98 MTV movies or whatever. And it was, you know, so exciting. And again, it was the same thing where it, it actually kind of got me excited. I still have it, but I, I, I kind of wanted to watch. The Planet of the Apes movies that came after it, and I was like, oh, now I, I kind of want to revisit those and see if maybe I'll, I'll feel differently about it now being an adult. But then again, I can't get the <laughs> Simpsons out of my head. You know, Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus, ooh, Dr. Zeus. You know? <laughs>、um, so that's, that's not Planet of the Apes, by the way. But, <laughs>、um, but yeah, that. So much fun, and I was so. There were such twists as the Joker <laughs> when I was there. Because it, was, it wasn't at the convention center, it was at the, a, a theater,、um, an AMC theater, a few blocks away. And、uh, <laughs> it just didn't occur to me that I could take the makeup off. <laughs> I just went dressed like Emperor Joker, but I had this like purple cloak and crown. <laughs> People were sitting next to me in the theater going, Hi. <laughs> I did realize that I could take the makeup off later. <laughs> like the next couple days, I was like, okay, I'll bring some baby wipes and I'll take the fucking makeup off.、Um, but anyway, back to the Matt Reeves thing.、Um, I, I think when he was announced as the director of, of Batman,、uh, and at the time we thought, I think we all thought that Ben Affleck was going to play him, obviously.、Um, I, I was just like, perfect choice. I'm, I'm down. I'm excited. You know, and everything they've shown so far. I am biased towards Batman, but, and, but I'm also very protective of it, you know. But at the same time, I, I don't have the same kind of.、Um, I don't know, because when people get protective of stuff, you know, especially fans, comic book fans, you know, they, they kind of a rabid bunch about it. When something comes out that's different from DC, the initial reaction is to push back. My initial reaction is to welcome and embrace. There was a split second when like, Ben Affleck was like, I can't, I, I, I can't do this. And then I was like, you know what? No. I, you know, and, and then I, I then told on、um, Argo and the town. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm done. And、uh, you know, a lot of people were crying and complaining. And I was just like, it's, it's, I'm sure it's going to be fine. And it was. Ben Affleck was fantastic. You know, he was working with Flash.、Um, 
sucks that because you know at this time we should actually like you know kind of isn't it supposed to come out like this past friday or next friday or something i think it's supposed to come out next friday the 25th that's not gonna work um so that that sucks um (laughs) but um but you know it's like i i think it'll be worth the wait you know i i love batman v superman that was my second movie movie I, I know will be worth the wait and you get to see Robert Pattinson shine as Batman and see these characters grow in this really interesting new Gotham City that they made for us um, I'm uh, I don't know now I, I'm going with Batman and Halloween and uh, Batman Ego uh, that leaves specifically Gotham as a as a uh, influence in the film and that, that was a really good book uh, a really interesting deep dive into Bruce psyche um, and, and his uh, internal struggle with himself as Batman. I think uh, I think that's what Batman Forever was going to be with Warner Bros. It was just like, no, no, it's popcorn fun. <laughs> that's why there's the hashtag uh, Schumacher Cut in the movie before that. Uh, which, by the way, if you're a part of that, great, I support that. Just don't be dicks. Don't be the Snyder Bros. Don't do that. Be nice. We can we can still get it done by being nice. <sighs> Anywho, um, plus the theatrical cut of Batman Forever isn't nearly as bad as the theatrical cut of Batman Forever. Hot take, maybe, uh, but no. Um, but yeah, the Batman I'm I'm very excited for. I'm very excited to see um, what uh, what comes of it because you know it, it's such an interesting time that we're in now so different again so fucking different from the way i was raised you know because now all these things are being embraced and the the uh, streaming services and such right you know so we can have um the batman in the movie theater and then have a gotham pd show uh with it simultaneously and they're all connected um and then the animated series where the batman takes us over which i don't think will be necessarily connected to the movie But that's cool too. Um, you know, they're not companion pieces, you know, adjacent. But they, you know, they're doing the same thing with the Suicide Squad. I think they're either, I think they're almost finished filming um, as of this recording the um, the Peacemaker TV show that's going to tie into the, the Suicide Squad movie. I mean, that's that's pretty cool, you know. And I'm excited to see like when these other movies come out, like the Flash and Daredevil and uh, Shazam. You know, like if they're going to expand those onto HBO Max um, the same way that Marvel is, you know, where they're doing, they're filming all these movies and they, you know, and they have WandaVision where they can, and, and, uh, and Falcon and Winter Soldier and Captain America where they can, and, um, and uh, Loki now with Disney and streaming and to tie into those, um, to those movies uh, and expand on those worlds and ways that the movies connect to. 
think that that's really exciting. And that's and that's what comic books do, folks. You know, like if you if you're into Batman, there's so many other Batman books to read. You know, if you're into Shazam, there's so much backlog to look into. You know, if you love the Flash, there's so much great Flash content out there. Um, and it's just it's just such an exciting time to be a fan. I love that the movie studios are kind of embracing that now. Embracing the quote-unquote multiverse of it all. You know, kind of starting with Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, that they were finally like, okay, maybe we can mix the movies with the TV shows. Because for the longest time, they didn't want to do that. Uh, kind of to the detriment of, of, the, of the comics, you know, if you ask me. Um, because I think it would have been amazing if there had been, you know, Michael Keaton and Corey had been a guest on that show before or one of the best friends. You know, he had a, you know, Michael had said a long time ago, wouldn't it be cool if the, the post-credit tease at the end of Batman v Superman was Batman and Superman meeting up with uh, Frank Gustin and Stephen Amell? And I was like, yes, that would have been fucking amazing. You know, and, and, and they obviously didn't go that route, which is fine, but, um, man, that, I mean, that would have just blown my mind. exciting it is to be a, a fan even more so than the Batman just like DC had and Warner Brothers was one of the ones to apparently and, and, and kind of as it should be it's a proven money maker you know um, you know the, the next you know next movie is uh, uh, well honorable mention to our DC super pets is that May 22nd um, I'm, I'm sure that movie will be a lot of fun with you know The Rock as Crypto and Kevin Hart as Ace the Bat. I mean, that right there, there's a hook. That's a great movie. Uh, if you ever seen The Simple Intelligence, that, that they're very funny in that movie. And then of course the two J Jumanji movies. Uh, those two are a great pair, and th they have a very stacked cast as well. So I'm very very excited to see to see that because I think I think that'll be a lot of fun. Maybe I can meet Harley Quinn. She's she's too, um, you know, twenty-seven years old or something. So I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Uh, but seriously, no, she's. I think I think she'll be pretty awesome in seeing that one. You know, she fits that one, and I'm sure I'll get a kick out of it too. There was a Ace. What was it? Oh, Crypto the Super Bat was a, a cartoon on years and years ago, and I remember watching it. I think I was like fifteen or sixteen, and I I, I just was like, oh, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm young. But I, I didn't dislike it. Just I was just I was just like, man, I can't wait to, to watch something like this with my kid now. So I think she'll get a kick out of it. You know, she loves it. You know, what kid doesn't? You know, you know, puppies and kids and things. Um, but as far as uh, another live action that's in production now is uh, Black Adam coming out July 29th, 2023. And let me tell you, this is. This movie, you know, you, you say that the Flash is cursed, and you know, oh, is the Flash ever going to get made? That's when I thought about this movie for the longest time. I'm like, when are they going to make this movie? <laughs> like, Dwayne Johnson's going to keep saying, "Oh yeah, I'm fans of Black Adam. I'm so excited. The hierarchy of the DC, the uh, hierarchy of power, of the DC universe is going to change. Blah blah blah." And it's just like, man, but are you guys going to make the fucking movie, or am I going to like, what the fuck is going on here? 
I would have thought with the star power of Dwayne Johnson and the and the kind of eliteness he brings to it, I I would have thought it would have been a priority for them a long time ago. I I'm a little surprised that he wasn't in the first Shazam movie. You know, he could have been in it. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't in the movie. I think that would have been a little too busy for that movie and, and it wasn't in Shazam's career. Um, and they could have made a, Shaz- a traditional Shazam versus Batman movie. Um, but, you know, you know, we'll get into it later, but like, I think what they did with the Ghostbusters was fantastic. Um, kind of stuff, again, feels great about it. Um, and I love that Dwayne Johnson was just like, yeah, no, I, I want Black Adam because I'm much more interested in the characters. And um, there's so much great Black Adam content out there uh, there's the Black Adam miniseries from like what 2005 or six, uh, could have been six or seven actually, uh, written by uh, Peter Tomasi as uh, Doug Monkey, I believe, who who drew it. Um, a really wonderful story that gets into his psyche a little bit. If you uh, preceding that, uh, the Fifty Two uh, Maxi series, uh, it's very long. It's you know it takes place over fifty two weeks, so <laughs> it's long. But um, it's I mean it's worth it. But the Black Adam saga I think is my favorite of any of the books because his character just you know isn't as one dimensional as I think as I think he was from the very early on in the series. And it's a and it's such a great writer like Jeff Johns. You know say what you will about Jeff Johns and all the guys. Uh, this the allegations that he's making are a little bit out of hand. Um, but you know he really. He helped make that character uh, much more relatable. What you could say about like like maybe a little in character in the source here, but the Flash was just all in it for the entire movie. He took them out of obscurity and said, "No, no, no. These characters are cool. We just we just need we just need writers that know they're cool and want to share how cool they are." And that's who helped the uh, show. Um, you know, that's what that's what it's for. funny how sitting here editing this I'm like okay I said you get this but I hope you like it um yeah it's I mean enough can't be said about DC really or Warner Brothers really taking a chance on a property like Black Adam um I think it helps having Dwayne Johnson there as the star of it because if if it wasn't him, it, it, it definitely wouldn't be as prolific as it was. Um, but I'm glad. Um, yeah, we have this really amazing character, uh, Moaz Sen- Centineo, as uh, Adam Smasher. Really fantastically complex character. Who you know they kind of turned him into a villain in season two of the Flash. But I was a little bummed about because I thought that he could was much more than that. Tessa Swindell, and again, if I pronounce any of your names wrong, please forgive me, as uh, Cyclone. Uh, and Cyclone's just such a fun character, you know, just, you know, uh, 
bubbly and fun, and I think that um, when you have s- these other characters that are just so serious, you get a feel for it, and I, I think it's really interesting. Uh, Aldous Hodge plays Hawkeye. Um, he's he's really great. If you haven't seen uh, Invisible Man by now, Mercury's on my death row. Even though I'm like starting out, Elizabeth Moss. movies before COVID hit um, last year that uh, I saw in the movie theater and I just was blown away by it. Yeah, and, and Aldous uh, plays uh, Elizabeth Moss' like oldest friend and cop and you're not quite sure if she was in her right mind and he, he is from the South and he's working with Ryan Johnson, Sam Gavin and uh, Nick from Twin Peaks who's also in there. Um, I think that he Scorpion King, and he, uh, you know, this wrestler who thinks he can make uh, any money, but since then, he's really built himself up as this, you know, movie star, you know, uh, that I think, you know, especially when I was watching the, the Jumanji movie and uh, Moana, and even a couple appearances he's had on Saturday Night Live, I was just like, wow, he's, this man, this man can bang, and that's, and that's really, uh, that's really, it, it, it's hard to do because it, he could have just he could have just coasted by by doing, you know, if the snow or the rock is cooking. But he's like, no, he he put in the work, he put in the time, and I'm I'm very excited to see what he does with that. One one of the greatest characters DC has ever written, um, and then of course, of course, my I think my biggest surprise was uh, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. James fucking Bond, right? Like, you know, and plus, uh, you know, the, the Mamma Mia movies, you know, he's, he, this guy's got the talent, you know, um, and Dr. Fate is a very, it's, I think it could be a tough character because, you know, you, you want to make sure that, you know, I'll put it this way, that I think that Pierce can bring a gravitas and wisdom sage mentor to the other elements of Justice Society um, and very much I think that is uh, what they do with uh, the Joker I think really uh, I, I think it's their treat you know they're the third five and um, and then the mystery villain which is probably Amanda Savage <laughs> um, but you know that little teaser they showed at Comic Con it was just like the animatics really cool <coughs> and I think that it's it's a role that Pierce is always going to enjoy and uh, being uh, you know being able to cover all of that um, he's got the, the slave that makes it with his power back and it's powers um, yeah really incredible and I think that uh, I think we're all in for a real treat in that movie he's uh, you know the same director I believe from Jungle Cruise movie that's coming out. I think this week, this week. Um, which looks kind, which looks like a fun movie. Um, you know, and and I, and I can't say enough about Dwayne Johnson's performance. 
appreciate it just by the way you put in every single emotion that's filtered by it. And that doesn't really go away. You know, especially now that she's two and she's walking around just talking, you know, she can express herself she'll have her terrible tantrums and and then she'll have her just she's the sweetest little girl moment you're laughing at me <laughs> black island is great i don't want to look be your dad <laughs> uh <laughs> that's what you come for on this show my incoherent ramblings <laughs> um but yeah it, i think with uh so I, I sympathize a lot when Jenny's talking about that video game that I was watching the other day. I think uh, he was saying everything that a lot of us were feeling, especially us as parents. You know, that we're like, this is such a scary thing. We want someone that's that's going to lead us, that's not going to just scream into our echo chamber, that's going to lead us. Uh, is Biden that guy? He's done about as well as some of the other fucking presidents. <laughs> he's just, I don't feel like he's making things worse. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> he's just, he's just kind of this boring guy who just knows what we are. Um, I feel like Barack Obama was much, is much more interesting now than he ever was before. And he's just kind of a dickhead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that guy. First election I ever voted. Moving on, DC stuff, War Comic Junkies. Um, the Flash, November 4th, 2022. <sighs> this is... <sighs> this might be the big one. Um, I love Black Adam. I'm so excited for The Batman. Um, the Batman, I think, is number one. The Flash is probably a very, very, very close second. Why, you ask? Well, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> That's what I said back then. Maybe rhymed with warrior. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, first and foremost, this movie has been various stages of production. I think for literally almost 20 years. <laughs> I remember hearing about a Flash movie back in, like, 2004, you know. I think that David Goyer wanted to do a Wally West movie with Ryan Reynolds, um, which I'm sure he would have been okay at. Uh, I mean, who knows, though, because Hal Jordan is essentially Ryan Reynolds, and in his Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds uh, to the max, <laughs> you know, maximum effort, right? Um, much better character development than Ryan Reynolds. And the voice of Juggernaut, that was kind of cool. Uh, another passionate guy who But anyway, uh, yeah, with The Flash, it's, you know, I think ever since Flashpoint came out, it's kind of like the death of Superman in a way, because Hollywood is, because it's the most famous Flash story, just like death of Superman is the most famous Superman story, um, like Hollywood is just weirdly obsessed with it. They're just like, that's the one we gotta adapt, because that's the one people know. 
not realizing that if they made that part three, that would also be okay, or part seven, or I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the first fucking French movie you see. But luckily, I think that they're, they're going in a very different direction now with this new movie, because as far as we know, you know, Dagobah and uh, Just Maman are not in it, uh, because I think if they were to do a part five, I think that would have been the way to go. True, true French cinema. Uh, that would have been the way to go, uh, is to go full on, you know, fascist apocalypse style. And uh, again, uh, I'm not a fan. Um, but instead, it's going to be very much in the fucking multiverse, which brings us to the movie Michael Keaton as Batman. Holy fucking shit! I'll never forget when I went to Monsters. Um, I was absolutely blown away. That was, you know, first and foremost, not the news I was expecting to hear that day. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, it, it just, I, I, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this is, it's, it's June, right? Yeah, it's, it is. Like, it's just, you know, I was like, this isn't okay. And everybody grew up on those Batman movies, you know, that, that was, you know, it's like, uh, like my friend Jessup says, um, him always having the small breath, you know, it's like, you know, Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman, but Michael Keaton is Batman, <laughs> and I, 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 I'm there, I'm there with that, because there was something about the Michael Keaton's just intense eyes, and his just, the way he would, the way all he had to do stare at you and just talk and it was just like I said unforgettable you meet it's, it's like meeting Dracula you're not gonna forget a movie with Dracula you're not gonna forget a movie with Michael Keaton as Batman he just sort of appears and disappears as you please and and you know and I can't I can't fucking wait to hear that storyline that uh, that Brian is gonna do and it's not doing it at the Berlin Which is a shame because, um, uh, what's his face that Spielberg has slashed through in, um, with, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, for example, he incorporated a little bit of uh, Batman in that series, which is fine, you know, but, you know, it was, it was a key, uh, 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 the Graham Morrison slash through from, you know, 's like okay but yeah <laughs> this this could have be his return to fame right but unfortunately that's not gonna happen but but the the flashpoint story uh, at its core if you've never read it it's five issues really great it's it's about a boy who misses his mother and goes through hell and back to get her back and along the way fucks up the world and it's really really great storytelling because it's the tragedy of being a hero that you sort of you have to make sacrifices to do that and it, it's something that that Barry at one point was like no I can have them both I can have I can be the Flash and I can be and I can have my mom and he was right you know he, he couldn't 
Then again, if that means getting to meet Michael Keaton's Batman, I'm like, what the fuck, right? Um, <laughs> but you know, th- this movie, uh, it's uh, it comes out November 4th, 2024. Um, it, I mean, folks, I'm sure you're in for a treat if you like this. Um, you know, I have you know Sasha Kyers as uh, as Batgirl is coming out this year. Um, I'm super pumped. As strange as I'm talking about Frank Grillo. She's Supergirl. I mean, who was she in? Oh, it, and then they, you know, they went off like, oh, Mom, she's on One Life to Live. So, oh, that's why Lola left the show. And they're just like so excited about it. I'm like, all right, there you go. You know, so they're excited to see the movie because of her. Um, and you know that that video that Andy uh, Nyman spilled on my uh, what's the name of the guy? I call him Andy Spaghetti. Um, you know that that Andy. suit and then here I am standing next to 89 Michael Keaton Batman you know with guys pointing their guns at him and I've got t-shirts and trunks on I bought the t-shirts and guns at you know Goldie Bucks for $50 t-shirts fucking Michael Keaton Batman Um, it's it's just uh, I'm very excited to see this movie again and it's it's gonna be I think it's gonna be special Um, and I think that you know the Flash movie is so overdue 
We've had so many great initiatives come through over the past several years, including like Grant Wolf's initiative. Um, you know, and, and those are the ones that have been pretty key. You know, like uh, like Dr. Ben Schwartz, who is a genius, sort of a weird genius, you know, sort of a mad sci- mad genius at times, but he's a <laughs> he's a genius nonetheless. But I think if if you know was one of the highlights of my entire uh, excuse me if, if I'm not mistaken it was your mother in the bottom left corner that was one of the highlights of my entire life uh, as a nine years old um, you know they were the best part one of the best parts Jack Sam Richards that that first introduction scene you know was so hilarious you know with the <laughs> it's like oh, here it is a resume I believe you know <laughs> just you know Lane and just really great, really hilarious stuff. Um, and and Ezra is a fantastic actor. Um, I think if you look at Game of Thrones, I think that's where he starts to shine, or the film, I should say, is where he really shines. And that first tease that we got from uh, Suicide Squad, you know, it's like it's ten seconds long, and and then no honor among thieves, eh? It's just movie we're getting in 2022, another overdue sequel, is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which I don't know much about other than the title, and that Jason Momoa helped co-write the story, which is really cool. Um, again, I think Jason Momoa has some clout there where he can, and it might have been, I kind of think it might have been some, might have been Warner Brothers trying to help smooth the, the transitioning, or not the transition, but you know, because Jason Momoa was pushing this about the whole Jack Kirby thing, and publicly su- supportive of Joe Fisher. And I think that Warner Brothers was like, okay, we've got some financial issues here. You know, deal with us. Uh, I think that's what happened. I don't know for sure. That is 100% just me speculating. But I think Warner was like, well, I have an idea for a sequel. Like, let's hear it. Let's do it. And uh, James Wan's still on board. And I think it's harder to get directors to commit to sequels as of now. Because directors, their time is, I don't say limited, sort of limited for movies, you know, they, they shoot for like three to six months, they come back and do preps for like, you know, two years later, three to six months, and then they're kind of, and then they're done, um, whereas, uh, but directors, it's like, they're involved from day one, practically zero to day negative zero, you know what I mean, like just, they, they're always there, so it's, I think it's harder to commit directors to multiple sequels or, or projects, um, versus actors who, you know, it, it makes a lot more sense to me. Most actors are already used to being on set and three pictures and you know that's three pictures and that's it. No matter what Warner Brothers did with the Batman movies, even Christopher Nolan was involved. You know, and then Christian Bale was the contractual obligation to say what he was doing. Um, but yeah, so December sixteenth, twenty twenty two, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which is such a cool title, by the way. It's like it sounds so Indiana Jones of a show, but it was just I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, there's first Aquaman movie is such a blast. It's so much fun to watch. And I think Jason Momoa, you know, he, he, he's similar to Dwayne Johnson. They just have this timelessness about them. Like, I don't know how old either of them are. You could tell me Jason Momoa is 29 and I'm old. 
Seriously, um, but I could tell that he was excited to be there. He was, you know, he wasn't just like, yeah, thanks for coming, cool. You know, that same weekend I met uh, Dr. Levi, and he was the same way. You know, he put his phone on the table and turned on some music. He starts dancing, and he, like, screams at the back of the line. He's like, can you guys hear this? I put music on. You'll hear it when you come up. It's fine. <laughs> just, and I was uh, just playing the line, and I was just geeking out. He, both of them are the, you know, like I was saying about Dwayne Johnson and Marvel, these guys are genuine people that they have this fame and fortune and they're highly loved, um, but they're still real people doing real stuff, you know, and I think it's easy to forget the stuff that's far real people, because unfortunately us as a society, we put them on a pedestal, which we really shouldn't do.
even you know I, I'm struggling too with um, not necessarily drinking but like with Jeff Johns there's some allegations um, and I had to kind of step away from working out because like okay I can still love his work and not appreciate his behavior um, you know as much as I think he I don't think he's nearly from what I've read he's not nearly as bad Jeff is just a regular guy who probably doesn't have a built-in drug problem. Um, but, uh, you know, he's... Um, um, I, I think he's just more like... He doesn't understand... He may be a late product of his own biases, if that makes any sense. sort of touching things and you don't mean to but it does come out sometimes um, but you know, I think it's just something that we all need to work on you know it's to help ourselves be more inclusive because there's not really anything that we can um, hope or do <laughs> so sorry for everyone's health condition during this time you're, you're gonna die <laughs> um, peace love people peace love um, but yeah it, you know but but regardless um, I think that Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, and, and that's really all we know about it right now. I, I assume that uh, uh, Yaka and uh, Ahura team will be back at Atlanta. Uh, that that will be exciting. You know, I, I think uh, another contract taking um, and giving him the spotlight as the villain. You know, that could really start to uh, rather than a subplot. You know, uh, I think that could be really good, which which was great. And I'm, I'm glad that they touched on. seen Watchmen, so that's incredible. Um, so yeah, uh, the last movie I want to talk about here real quick is um, Shazam. No, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Ashanta Omar. slated June 2nd, 2023. Um, we're uh, to say we're in for a treat, as that Ben said, like everything he does. Um, oh gosh, don't, don't, don't. Oh, I know I created a storm there at the beginning. Oh, geez, these movies didn't come out. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we, these movies are going to be super special, I think. Um, and uh, with the returning cast, including basically dead now <laughs> because they, <laughs> they waited so long to make it. It's like they should have just Harry Pottered it and just made them back to back to back, you know? <laughs> they, they waited too long. Now these kids are going to be, they can play their own adult versions of superheroes. Um, so I, I was laughing about, like, oh, I think they're going to make a Black Widow. Um, but anyway, 
very excited to get a bigger account. Um, we don't know much about it other than probably Miriam uh, recently or in the month leading up to Big Con was sort of a godsend for the community. Um, I don't think I've read much about it. Some of uh, Rachel Ziegler, um, who I believe is about to make her debut in Steven Spielberg's Best Best Story, um, playing a very smart senior who is about to leave Oz, well, believe, because he is also extremely smart and senior. Have you ever seen um, uh, Tangled? You know, um, I, I, I told him this when I met him at Comic-Con, that the Tangled uh, marketing strategy of him, that that got me back into acting, because I wasn't, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do plays and musicals again. It was, I wasn't, I hadn't done one for a long time, and, and there was a depression about me that I didn't realize until I auditioned for some, like, when I got in, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is what I've been missing, this, this theater community, I love this. So, uh, you know, I got back into it. I made some improv for my friends, and um, it was a very special time in my acting life. But, um, you know, like Carter Burton in Tangled, and um, I got to meet some other folks like that. But it, it pushed me, you know, in a musical direction. And, and I thought about that a lot when I was watching Showtime, and I thought, as much as it would have been cool to see kind of the earnest G-Wiz, um, holy moly, Bill, you know, Billy Batson, I, I think adapting more of the the more recent, like, 52 Shazam stuff by Jeff Johns and Zach Braff, I think was a smarter approach because, you know, if, if you're an orphaned kid, you're going to have to shut down your shows after a while. system, it, it's easy to have success on your show. I found that from personal experience, you know, with um, with some uh, family members of mine, you know, I know the guy who does the production here, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough as an author to um, finding your lane, you know, and I think that's what um, Shazam was all about. I'm excited to see that theme continue with, um, with the new friends, the idea of, you know, this is the family that you choose. That's that's what uh, you know that that song in Lego Batman. Friends are the family you can choose. But it's true, you know. I, you know, some of my best friends. You know, I, I call my brothers. You know, my you know, this is my brother. This is my sister. You know, my best friend's mom. I like to see my mom. You know, um, very um, uh, simple stuff because it's. But it's true because I. Th- there's people that have been there for me. With me, and I feel the gratitude of that now. You know, uh, recording this the, the day before Father's Day, and you know, really, I, I I've never had a big like Father's Day bash. Um, so I'm very excited that uh, I'm going to see. You know, I'm it's just you know the the choosing your family aspect of it is pretty good. Shazam nailed that in the first film. And I'm excited to see those themes go forward. And I'm excited to see an eventual Shazam 3, which will be, you know, Shazam v. Black Adam, Dawn of... something. Dawn of, uh... There's not a lack of people in this movie, but... No, I, I'm not good with titles. Somebody else will come up with that. But yeah, that's that's exciting to, uh, to think about with the future... You know, with the future of the, of the franchise and the community. 
what did you have in this trunk? You know, like I said, you were lucky to get a Batman movie about a couple of years. That was kind of it. You know, there really weren't other superhero movies being made. You know, there was stuff like Hawkeye. I remember them talking about it. Maybe we'll do a Spider-Man. I remember Bruce Dern was going to do a Spider-Man movie. That was going to be Hawkeye. But then again, you don't hear about it very often. Um, but then, you know, just like going forward, you know, you know, then you just have, you know, the the Lucas, I think the Lucas and Vigilante 31, you know, um, they just keep winning. And he's right. You know, you love when you see that. It just puts a big goofy smile on your face. You're just like, oh, my God, they just keep winning. You get these, these Flash reveals, the Batman logo, Flash logo, Supergirl logo. You get little little hints of their costumes, you know, just this movie isn't canonic for another like, you know, almost year and a half. And they're just they're just like these little nuggets. They're just oh, it's so exciting. You know, we got that uh camera tease after there was the photo leak that they were gonna do the suit and you know, in classic David Sandberg fashion he was <laughs> he was just kinda trolling us. Um but you know, uh David Sandberg How do you all feel about that? That they don't call them, you know, it's not Shazam Two or you know uh, Aquaman Two. You know, they they have subtitles. I, I think I actually I kind of prefer that in 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 a way. You know, there's I, I sort of miss when it was called Spider Man Two or Superman Two. But at the same time, like I I did kind of I'm on board with the um, with the not doing that because I thought that the Amazing Spider Man being called Amazing Spider Man Two was kind of like. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Okay. Um, hashtag win us the war. Uh, excuse me. We are in and so, you know, I hope you all stuck around for the past like hour as we just continue to ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble about our love of these movies and uh, and me getting a little personal there just because I felt like I wanted to open up excited for my daughter to watch all of this again, you know, especially these movies with her, just like, Mom, look, you know, if my dad was Batman or Robin, I'd probably be Robin more than him, and I'll probably be more into it than she will be, <laughs> but I think, I think you're in for a treat, you know, let me know, since you're in, you're in, we're, we're spoiled as fans, and, and excited to see Michael Keaton's Batman. I seriously want to see a Flash suit. But you know, for a Flash movie. I'm so excited for Arrow and Shazam 2 and all that cool stuff. And of course the Batman and the Mad Daddy of them all. Uh, and of course the Suicide Squad's coming out in a couple months. I think that's I have no doubt that's gonna be awesome. You know, James Gunn has the mind and the talent and especially being rated R to make it the villain. Let loose on them, and I think that's the way to go. But um, but yeah, you know, we as fans, you know, we're we're in for we're in for a good time. This is uh, I'm I'm getting chills. I'm tearing up a little bit talking about all this stuff. I I couldn't have dreamed of this stuff. Like I I, I wanted this. I wanted to have like nonstop 
Iron Man and Captain America movies, you know, I've wanted to see the Hulk, you know, I've wanted to see more Batman movies, I've wanted to see Superman, I've wanted to see, you know, Spider-Man interact with these guys that Kyle has made, you know, um, and then with Iron Man Again, man, it was like, feel like that little kid that will, you know, go to the the spinner rack at the grocery store and just start losing his calmness and just being just drawn into the film, you know, watching Justice League, you know, watching Batman the Animated Series, you know, and even when the first Avengers movie came out, it was just, I was the biggest, you know, and it, you know, it's period of in my life, you know, um, many years ago, Bill Ramey, uh, Jet, the Geek Out, you know, had me watch a Ready Star Solo, it was a lead-up to the Dark Knight, and so that made me want to watch Batman Begins, and it was just amazing, I think that, for me personally, the build-up to all these amazing DC movies, and the fact that it was just, I'm not going to be sad about it, it was just this build-up is the best part, you know, and then being able to watch the movie over and over again, you know, regardless of plot, I'm sure I'll find something to enjoy, you know, <laughs> and I still watch Green Lantern, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoy it, you know, it's a good book, but, but in seri- serious life, man, it's just so much better, you know, so, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to me, you know, ramble on and on, um, hope I didn't make you <laughs> make your day, but, um, you know, I, I guess this was an unexpected bonus today, you know, like I said, I was trying to get everyone episode and I got screwed up and told them that I didn't have it, you know, and uh, we will figure that out later, though. <laughs> so, uh, right now, we're signing off. Um, hey, everyone out there, you guys are great fucking humans. Be a DC fan. And thanks for checking it out. <laughs>